and welcome back to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. Uh, today we are reviewing the listener submitted song playlist that we've been listening to for the past month. But it's a new month, which means we have a new film club pick. The new movie is Strictly Ballroom. Strictly Ballroom? Yes. Ooh. Directed by Baz Luhrmann. Oh. This year's its 30th anniversary. I've only seen it, well, that I know of one time. This is one of my parents' favorites when it came out. So it is well-loved in our house, and we danced many a dance to the soundtrack um, as small children. Okay, I'm interested. I've never heard of it, but I'm a fan of Boz. Yeah, it's not. it hasn't been nominated for anything, but... It has a higher on tomato score than Moulin Rouge. Oh, and Moulin Rouge is me. a little bit a little bit exciting for film clubs, so Moulin Rouge is so good. I think it every is. most most people on my end have seen Moulin Rouge. So Yeah, so that's what I wanted to do. Another yeah. reason for mm. a new movie. Moulin Rouge. Oh, it is available on available on Pluto TV. Oh, that's what Sunset Boulevard was Pluto also. TV. Also available. Oh. And it wasn't too bad. There was like just a few ads. Yeah. I feel like it would pop up when something was intense though and I'd be like, oh. oh. <laughs> Very exciting. All right, we'll go ahead and jump right on into the episode. First of all, do you know what our highest percentage genre wise was like the most submitted genre songs was it rock this year it was not rock made up 12 percent was it pop pop made up 19 percent it was alternative slash indie oh 32 percent well that's what my regular phone is (laughs) (laughs) yeah you you submitted two of those 14 (laughs) We also had R&B, metal, country, Broadway, dance, opera pop, pop, hip-hop, score, rock, folk, jazz, classical, and K-drama. I didn't really know what to <laughs> categorize that otherwise. So Foreign. So we, I feel like we had a, a pretty good spread of genre. I feel like it was a bigger spread than last year. Yeah. Um, I knew 19 songs of the 43, I believe, there were in total. So about 44%. Did you have a chance to figure out how many you knew beforehand? 16. Okay. Ish. I mean, I think I've heard of a few other ones, but I hadn't really listened to them very much. Yeah. I kind of, I would count those, like the U2 song I had kind of heard of, but not really listened to but I counted it as knowing it. So we're just going to go straight through our playlist as we've been listening to it all month. Um, Everyone submitted at least two songs. Most people submitted three. So we will pick our favorite from each person. At the end, we will reveal our top three favorite new songs and top five overall. 
but we'll talk about each song individually as well. So we starting at we're starting at the top with Vance Joy's "Looking at Me Like That." This is Lauren's first submission. Categories were song that you're obsessed with, a song from your birth year, and a lesser known song from your favorite artist or one of your favorite artists. So looking at me like that is one you're currently obsessed with. Yeah, or when we did when we submitted in August. I talked about this in in our New York episode. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of Vance Joy's newest songs. He played it for us at the live concert as like a, it was before the album had even come out and before the song had even come out. And so it was really fun to hear it live and then listening through the album and falling in love with it and being like, oh my gosh, I heard him sing this before I even liked it. I've heard him sing it for real. But I think this is my favorite one from his new album right now, at least. And I feel like I like this song because of New York and how much I know that you love it. It's not my favorite Vance Joy song, though, but it was fun to listen to for the month. Yeah, it's different than what his old music has been. And I feel like a lot of his new album is like that. Yeah, branching out a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hate it, um, but it wasn't necessarily my favorite one. Such a glowing review. I know. I didn't hate it. Well, as the light rolls in across your skin, way. So yeah, like I mean, it's it's not. I don't dislike it. Like it's not bad, but I would say it's like pretty average part of the playlist for me. I also love. I feel like in a lot of his new songs, you can't hear his little, like, vibrato. Mm-hmm. But you can hear it in that one pretty good. Mm. All right, here's the next song. Man, when that beat drops, I do love it. Oh, and the violins. So, so this is the birth year song. I think when we realized this song came out in our birth year, we were so excited. Because <laughs> when we were living together, I don't even remember what. It was that, It was Jimmy Fallon. But you you quoted that. And yeah. I did not know what you were quoting, but I can't remember why we were talking about it in the first place. I think it was just stuck in my head. And so I was just singing, because that's how Jimmy Fallon would sing it. And I thought it was so funny. I think it was someone in that. Jimmy was like, no one knows the words of that song. And someone in the audience yelled that out. And Jimmy thought it was hilarious. <laughs> They're like, yep, that's the words. <laughs> this song, like, is very classic. They play it in, like, gymnastic meets and random dance functions. I don't know. It feels very quintessential to the late 90s, early aughts. But... The middle part, it gets so weird. Like, I feel like <laughs> nobody plays the girl singing part, which is so handsome the best. and strong. <laughs> yeah, they skip that part at the dances. But, um, it does, yeah, it's very long. And yeah. I'm used to the shortened version that they play at dances and stuff. But <laughs> I'm going to post a meme of, well, I guess it's a Pokemon meme, so maybe it doesn't quite doesn't quite hit as hard if you're not a Pokemon f- fan, but it restores your strength when you're tired of dancing and they turn on Cotton Eye Joe and you just <laughs> start all over again. Oh man, it's too good. Um, I also realized this 
time listening to it that the album title is called Sex and Violence, <laughs> which is very special. <laughs> All right, song number three from you. This is your lesser known song from your favorite artist. Wasted on the floor again and no one seems to mind. Wow, you were transported to another place entirely. <laughs> Adam does that to me. <laughs> this is The Archer by Adam Melchor. Um, Melcher. Melcher. Embarrassing. True fan over there. Fake fan over here. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this song. Like, there were days where I was like, yes, I really like this song. It is like, I'm vibing with it. It is great. And then there'd be other days where I'm like, I'm kind of sick of it. And then the next day I'd be like, no, I love this song. Why did I think that? So I I don't know. I have like really weird emotions with this one. So talk to me about, about why you picked it or what you think of it. So Adam Melcher, I found him last year just randomly. At, I was at like a restaurant and I heard this song on the, that was playing overhead and it, had my phone find what it was and then I looked him up and I realized he was coming to Salt Lake in like three weeks and bought tickets <laughs> actually I didn't buy tickets I was just like I really want to go see this and then I found a friend who also knew who he was randomly it was like super coincidental um and then we went and saw him he had like a special pre-show like meet and greet that he didn't do in any other city and so i we went and saw him and i was like i don't even really know who he is i feel we're getting a picture with him but i'm glad i did because now i'm obsessed and but this like he didn't even sing this song at his concert it's like one of his first albums and i think i just recently discovered it i could have also put it as my current obsession but it also fit into this category, so that's where I put it. But I just, honestly, I almost love all of Adam Melcher's songs. They're just, especially the slower ones. What do you pick as your favorite from these three? Oh, frick. <laughs> uh, I'll probably say The Archer. I also picked The Archer because I feel like I had more of an emotional reaction to it. Oh, it's just so beautiful. And I forgot to mention... The, like, electric guitar that goes... The, like, very Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Next is Sammy's submissions. She submitted two. Um, I believe she neglected to submit a birth year song. Birth year. Yeah. So, Why We Build the Wall from Town is her current obsession. Oh, I liked it. I was interested... Like, Town. if we went back to... New York City, that's one that I would want to see. Same. Um, And so she sent me like a couple of songs that she was like, choose any of these for my current obsession. And I was like, okay, I want to listen to Hades Town music. So I love that man's deep, deep voice. It's so <laughs> deep. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh I gotta play it. Why do we build the wall, my children, my children? Why do we build the wall? <laughs> Every time I'm like, how? How oh, does his vocal gosh. cords do that? So, something so sexy about a deep, deep voice. <laughs> like Sher Khan in Jungle Book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that deep, deep voice. Ugh. 
Um, this song, I love the Western vibe of it too, mm. with the harmonica and the guitar strings. And then also, after listening to it a lot of times, I realized that they were like building the lyrics, like they would say the same things over and over and then add a little bit each time. Yeah. Which I really liked. Like building a wall. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> the other thing, like this political message kept mm-hmm. hitting me so hard mm-hmm. about the wall. It's all certain president talked about mm-hmm. for a long time. And that's probably why they wrote this. Yeah. What influenced a lot of this musical. Anyways, I, I want to see it. I know it made me really intrigued. I feel like a lot of people had talked to me about how they liked Hades Town, and I was always kind of like, eh, okay. But then this really, I want to listen to the soundtrack. I want to figure out what it's all about. Yes, it was like so amazing to listen to. And then there were so many meanings attached to it of like kind of this propaganda or this like belief system about, I love the the part that talks about like, the haves versus the have-nots and mm-hmm. and we're like inherently bettered because we have stuff and we don't want poverty and like there's just like ooh, and they're the enemy because they want what we have mm-hmm. like there was a lot of really interesting rhetoric here that is very relevant to the times so it's as deep as his voice <laughs> gosh yeah so 10 out of 10 pick on that one love to hear that the next one is the lady is a vamp by the spice girls this is the lesser known song i liked it i don't know like any spice girls music except for wannabe yeah (laughs) so and this is so different than wannabe so i was kind of shocked by it at first like whoa um but it's really fun because they reference a whole bunch of like famous people and movies. Mm-hmm. And so that was fun. Every time I'd listen to it, I feel like I'd catch a different thing that they were talking about. Um, and it really like it's cool because it changes tempo and like style almost. Yeah. And the jazzy feel. I love that too. Bluesy. It's really it's really fun song. Yeah, I agree. Um, very similar feelings like it took me a little bit to get into it like the first time I listened to it I was like huh interesting (laughs) and then the more I listened to the lyrics and was like oh there's the like the Bond reference the Bond girls and then like Jackie O and Marilyn Monroe and um yeah just like fun references to what it means to be a successful woman and a famous woman and then they obviously talk about the Spice Girls being (laughs) the (laughs) 90s women of the the power women um but it's also just a very fun catchy song as well she's a vixen not a tramp I think I would say why we build the walls my favorite so far we're two for two I did really like the ladies of vamp but why we build the wall just swept it for me Next is Annie's pick. Her first one is Fall On Me by Andrea Bocelli. Fall on me from where you are. Fall on me with all your 
Um, I guess I should mention too, it's is that his son that he sings it with? Mm-hmm. Okay, with Matteo Bocelli. I love this song. I knew you would. I was like, this is totally up Lauren's alley. You know that I love Andrea Bocelli too. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. The first time I listened to it, these are my notes. My jaw dropped, my heart stopped. <laughs> <laughs> And I like almost cried and I was like walking on the treadmill listening to it and I was like <laughs> um when he started singing Italian just like the hugest grin on my face <laughs> and then when they're singing together and the harmony and being like this is him and his son and they're beautiful they have beautiful voices mm-hmm. I just melted it's just so beautiful I knew an Italian opera sung by Andrea I was just going to send it for you. <laughs> as soon as Annie submitted this song, I was like, oh, this is going to be a winner. <laughs> um, winner, winner. Yeah, it was really good. I don't connect quite as much to Andrea as you do. But, I mean, his voice, their both of their voices are just stunningly beautiful. And I almost want to roll my eyes at just how perfect it is. Because it's just like, mm-hmm. how is this attainable? It's so amazing. Oh my, so perfect. I regret so much not going to his concert. (laughs) Those were expensive tickets. Yeah. Um, The song's really beautiful. I love the bridge. Oh, yes. When it's like, and I'll follow you everywhere. It's so good. (laughs) So good. I kept forgetting, because Annie said, watch it with the So You Think You Can Dance Mm. thing, and I forgot. So I'm going to have to do that. All right. The next one is such a classic. Oh, man. It's so good. I love it so much. Take On Me by AHA. Yeah, this one's... I already had this one on my phone. Um, It's just... I feel like for me, it's a little bit overplayed. I think I first heard it um, in Just Dance the game really yeah and i still remember some of the dance moves to it because that was one of the funnest ones to dance to and then also the vines of course (laughs) there's the girl who's got the sunglasses that goes (laughs) classic and it's also funny i'm going to tell one story at institute this year the teacher was talking about the song lean on me someone who will be featured later but um, the teacher was like, oh, do you guys know the song Lean on Me? And then some kid goes from the very back. Yeah. And just like starts singing that. And but it was kind of off key. So we we're all kind of just like, uh, like we had no idea what was going on. And the teacher kind of just pretended like it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then he later the kid sitting next to me was like, Oh, he was singing Take on Me, not Lean on Me. <laughs> and then afterwards the kid yelled out, sorry, I sang the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very awkward moment. I love that so much. I will never not think of that now when I hear this song. <laughs> yeah, this is a classic. I definitely grew up listening to it and always loving it. And you're right, it probably is a little overplayed, but not for me. Like, it's one of those songs I can hear a billion times and never get sick of. Oh, also there's a Minecraft version that sometimes I I think that ruined it a tiny bit for me. Ah, 
All right, next one is the lesser known song from Favorite Artist. This is, of course, Green Eyes by Coldplay. I love this song. This has been one of my most listened to Coldplay songs for the last five years. Really? Um, uh-huh. I have never I, heard you play it. It's on one of my CDs. My dad has always had this song, and we've always listened to it. But I think since I got home from my mission, I like went back and found some of the older Coldplay songs that I really liked that were like really slow and easy listening almost mm-hmm. <laughs> just like really chill songs that yeah they're so pretty and so beautiful and I just love it when I worked at the CHL I <clears throat> had my own office and so I started making playlists and one of them I would do this like thing where I picked a song and then the next song in the playlist had to have a matching word to the song previous to it and so somehow and I would just kind of like search random words. And somehow I found this song because I think it connected to Private Eyes by Hollow Notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of, I feel like I just kind of stumbled on this song a few years ago. And I used to listen to it like exclusively during September because that's when I was like anticipating all my Halloween songs. And so I was like, I need to make a playlist to listen to so I don't feel tempted to listen to Halloween music. So it really takes me back to that time. And I love this song too. It's fun. I feel like there's not very many songs about people who have green eyes. So I also appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I it's kind of a different Coldplay song. Like it's not as for me, who's very uneducated in the world of Coldplay and is mostly familiar with their hits that are very poppy. This one is much more laid back, like you were saying, but I do really like it. I want to pick Fall On Me just because that was a new love for me mm-hmm. um green eyes is classic love but follow me is gonna be my favorite for this playlist okay i can't say no to take on me it's just too iconic to my soul but green eyes <laughs> is a really close second for sure all right moving on to aubrey this is my friend she's currently living in chicago but she got a history degree with me um she submitted Love Me by the 1975. Um, I think I tried. Oh, I just never, I knew that the 1975, I think Maddie really likes them. Yes. And... So I think I've tried listening to them, but didn't just didn't connect so much with the music. And that's kind of how I felt with this song. Like it's it's good, it's fun, but I just it wasn't my favorite. Um I did love there's the synth or something that goes wah 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 yes. Yeah, I like that sound. But yeah, this is a good one to dance to. It's fun and it's exciting. Yeah, I feel um, kind of the same way. I I wanted to like the song more than I actually did because it is like a really fun sound. It's just not one that I like really that resonated with me. But I have been meaning to listen to the 1975 just because I know Maddie likes them and stuff. So I feel like it was a good introduction and I'll try and keep giving them a shot. Um, The next song is As Long As You Love Me by the Backstreet Boys. 
I liked this a lot. And of course, I've heard this song before, but all I wrote on here is love. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm surprised. Yeah, I like, I love the Backstreet Boys when they harmonized and like the pop beats. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know. I think ever since you became obsessed with them, <laughs> I think that kind of trickled down to me a little bit. So I'm honored. Um, I appreciate them. Yeah, of course I'm going to love this because it's Backstreet Boys. And um, I took a real deep plunge into their discography a couple years ago. Not that this is a, a deep cut or anything like that. But this song is probably one of my least favorites from them, unfortunately. (laughs) Mostly just because we made fun of it a lot growing up. Because it's like, I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you love me. So it's like, I don't care if you straight up murdered a whole town. As long as you love me, we're good. Like, (laughs) we would just make fun of it a lot for that. Not that it isn't a, a catchy song or that it's not well done, but it's one that I... For the vast majority of my life, I disdained. And so there's a part of me that still can't fully love it, even though I am a BSB fan. Wow. Did you hear that, BSB? (laughs) Her next song is Aquaman by Walk the Moon. I love this song. I don't know. It's just kind of what i love in a pop song mm-hmm. is it pop or is it alternative i think it counts as alternative oh they sing shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay see i don't know them like at all and like one foot in front of the other i love that song i don't know that one um that's the heart of it. <laughs> so i feel like some of these where it was like lesser known song from a favorite artist. It was like, well, lesser known artist. <laughs> and that was also me for Adam Melcher. I'm sure not many people know of him, but Right. Um I don't know. I just really liked it. And the key change at the end is just like, wow. <laughs> this one, Aubrey's songs are so interesting to me because minus as long as you love me i feel like i could never remember how they go until like recently when i've really been like drilling in the songs but i was always like i feel like i like this one and then every time i'd listen to it i'd be like i feel like i'm listening to it for the first time again but Mm -hmm. this one is definitely a really fun song i really like walk the moon i like their vibe and his voice again i mostly only know those other two songs but talking is hard i believe is the same album as um one foot nope shut up and dance with me yeah (laughs) shut up (laughs) (laughs) but i like it i liked the um kind of the messages and i think i was first put off by it because it made me think of jason momoa and like ah (laughs) that's probably why i immediately loved it (laughs) not that i have anything personally against him but just kind of the whole superhero franchise thing is aquaman your favorite of the three Yes. It is mine, too. We are almost match for match, except for Annie, so it'll be interesting to see how the rest of this playlist shapes up. Next are my songs. How exciting. Wow. You submitted so late. I know. This is also, we came up with our prompts, and then we submitted, like, we released them on Instagram. 
and Lauren was getting irritated at how slow people were being and I was like we've known these prompts for like a couple weeks and I still don't know what to submit and Lauren's like I instantly knew (laughs) (laughs) I picked it out so quickly and yeah so the playlist is built in order of submission so I am quite late here and I still think I was playing around with one or two songs switching them in and out before the final submission so here is current obsession drinking rum my whiskey so this is never forget you by the noisettes when i first listened to it i was like oh i know this song how do i know it and it's because you would play it when i was visiting you and we were driving <laughs> in your car this is a fun song i like it a lot i love that what you drinking rum my whiskey <laughs> She just sounds like a cool girl. I love that it has such a retro vibe to it. Like, they're definitely a modern band, but they pay homage to all these kind of older styles, which I just love. So I have to admit that I found this. I don't have TikTok, but, like, TikTok has invaded every other social media platform in some form or another. So I definitely, I discovered the song just through, like, one of the YouTube shorts or something like that. And I was like, oh, I normally hate these TikTok songs, but like, what is this? I've got to listen to the full thing and yeah, just became obsessed with it. (laughs) I've been waiting to tell you this. I recently became obsessed thanks to The Offer, which is about making Godfather with Matthew Good. Good. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I should probably know that before. I think it is good. You were right. Okay. Matthew Good. Before I become obsessed, say that I'm obsessed with him. I better make sure I actually know how to pronounce his name. Lauren suggested that I watch Leap Year, which was a horrible film. Would not recommend. It's in that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Because of TikTok, I was like, oh, it's like probably a more recent song. New I song. think it came out in like the 2000s. But I really like Ebony and I were painfully watching this movie. And all of a sudden this song came on and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so it's just I like love that. all these little random parts of my life coming together in one moment. So I just love this song. Next is Birth Your Song. For the Love of a Princess by James Horner from Braveheart. My thoughts on this song are instant depression. Oh! <laughs> Braveheart was so sad. I I think I've told you this story. I one time I was just flipping through like the guide on our TV to see if they had movies that I wanted to watch on it. I was just flipping through and then in my mind I just thought sad and kept going. And then I was like, wait, what? What movie was that? And I go back and it was Braveheart. And I was like, oh my gosh. I don't even have to think about it. It's just instantly ingrained into my brain. Oh. Like that's a sad movie. You're not going to watch that again. <laughs> my gosh. <gasps> so, of course, this this is like the sad music that plays at the part that really is oh. really sad. And so, it's beautiful. And it also reminded me a lot of one of my favorite scores ever, which is Across the Stars by John Williams from Star Wars 2, Episode 2. Uh, this, of course, came first. That flute is very warbly at the beginning. It is. It it's reminds my... me a lot of... Um, what's his name? I can like see it, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Who did the the mission? Aniko 
Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But that's an oboe. Ennio Morricone. There it is. Oh, my. He's my favorite. This is the one I really struggled to pick. I didn't know whether I should try and do a Hootie and the Blowfish song, but then I felt bad I wasn't submitting a film score. It was all these internal turmoil thoughts. And I also thought about doing another James Horner film, which was Balto, which mm-hmm. I think arguably I like the scores of Balto more. Like I think they're a bit more inspiring, but I wanted to challenge myself and pick something that I am not as familiar with. Because I also love The Gift of a Thistle from Braveheart. I think that's one of my more favorite scores from that because it has bagpipes and it's so beautiful. (gasps) But this one is like a little bit longer and has a bit more breadth to it. So I really love like the huge swell in the middle. I'm surprised because I thought you really liked Braveheart and I think you did like it, but you just really don't like sad movies. (laughs) Yeah, not the ones that hit me like that. <laughs> oh, like it wasn't my absolute favorite score to submit, which I kind of felt poor, like badly after all this time that I'd worked to submit a score. It wasn't my favorite, <laughs> but it was still nice. It was nice. All right, time for a lesser known song from a favorite artist. Y'all knew I was going to do Billy. Wow, I love this song so much. Yes! <laughs> Such a good song. It's so good. Okay, here are some of my thoughts that at the very beginning, ending with the national anthem and then uh, that's just the tone. Yeah. This is a connection to Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. I always and think I'm of Toy trying, Story 2. I know. I'm trying to figure out if Toy Story 2 is referencing Billy Joel or if that was a kind of a thing that the TV, like that was a... Uh, a frequent thing for like the last last show to be some sort of patriotic thing and then it would cut to static or whatever yeah so i don't know when the switch happened but tv didn't used to really run during the morning hours like 1 a.m 2 a.m like before really long infomercials and just playing like random reruns of tv shows like tv would just stop and so to end the programming they would play the national anthem and then it would just cut to static. So that's, they're not referencing each other. They're just referencing that point of time when TV didn't History. run all night. Yeah. All right. So that makes more sense. But I, it was like probably the fifth time I'd listened to it. I was like, Toy Story 2! <laughs> I was so excited about it. That synth. So good. You knew that would get me. That's so, that's my favorite part. I'll just sit in my car and be like. <laughs> Headbanging to the synth. Love that album art. Mm, Glass Houses is one of my favorite from Billy Joel, which is saying a lot. Very artsy. Just the last week, it's just hit me a little. <laughs> when she when he's singing about Diane, I'm mad at Diane Keaton that she didn't repost my collage. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah posted a whole bunch of collages because Diane Keaton also does collages. I guess not as good as Sarah's, but no. She was like, send me your collages and I'll repost them. And so she posted like three of Sarah's. And then I was like, I want her to repost one of my posts. That's so exciting. The only collage I have on my phone is this weird one that has (laughs) Poe from Teletubbies on it. It is not a work of art. Oh, au contraire. It is is a joke. I am the proud owner of said art. 
oh yeah you have the original copy she didn't repost it <laughs> and everybody on my story I didn't really realize that like all these people that follow me would see it <laughs> but like all these random people were liking and I was like <laughs> they don't understand but anyways I loved this song much like your Adam Melcher this was truly could have been my current obsession I have been going through Billy Joel's discography and was listening to the whole entire album of Glass Houses because this album, let me see what else, has like some of my very favorite Billy Joel songs. It has Don't Ask Me Why, which is like seriously one of my favorites from junior high. I became obsessed with it. It has this French song, like it's still rock and roll to me. It has some like the best Billy Joel songs and it's kind of a lesser known album. And so when I was listening to it, I was like, this song is amazing. And how have I gone my whole life without this is like high quality (laughs) Billy? Because a lot of as I'm going through, there's some that are like, oh, this is so classic, so fun. And then there's some that are like, "Eh, this is a bit of a sleeper. I understand why it's not as famous. But this one, I was like, how have I never heard this before? And I just became so obsessed with it. And it's one of those songs that I have listened to over and over and over again. And it'll come on and I'm like, "Mm, guess I have to listen to it again. (laughs) um it is absolutely like my song of the year my favorite one and it's especially fun since I saw Billy Joel this year um I wish he had sung it I would have cried but oh my gosh too deep cut (laughs) only you would have been like (laughs) he sang another deep cut from glass houses he was like this one's from glass houses not very many people know it and I was like (gasps) and then he sang a different one and I was like fine (laughs) sometimes a fantasy um but yeah this one's just so fun. I always think it makes me also think of Cheers because the main girl's name is uh, Diane. Diane. And the, this persona of Diane is kind of similar, but ugh, it's just such a fun, upbeat, but with like clever lyrics. It's just everything I need in a Billy Joel song. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, my other favorite part is when he says, have the guts to go on. Yes, it's I so love good. how he says guts. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so good. Wish I I really wish I was less of a thinking man. Oh, it's so good. I love it. All right. Is your favorite sleeping with the television on? Yeah. Of course it is. Same here. All right. Moving on to Caleb's picks. Here's his current obsession. <laughs> a classic. Just the two of us by Grover Washington Jr. <laughs> Caleb says one thing he loves about this is on the Spotify when it plays, it will say, just the two of us with Bill Withers. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bill Withers is the one singing, I guess. And that's who sings Lean On Me. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he thinks it's funny. Two of us and Bill Withers. <laughs> <laughs> he can be with us anytime. <laughs> this one's very classy. Mm-hmm. Almost like elevator music, but like an elevator music you'd want to listen to i was listening to it and i was like okay i don't i can't picture kill listening to this and then the saxophone solo started i was like (laughs) oh yep there it is and there's a lot of saxophone in this i believe it is alto and tenor is what andrew was telling me um because i was trying to figure out if it was all just the same kind of saxophone but very very classy vibes and very good like background music yeah, you've heard this one before, though, right? No. You hadn't? 
No. Oh my gosh, this is like such a classic. I can't like tell you exactly where, but I've heard this like all my life. So it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll listen to this <laughs> again. <laughs> it is a longer song, a bit repetitive. It's classic. I'm trying to think like, I don't watch rom-coms though, but I'm like, it's such a rom-com song or. I do not. I had never heard it before. That shocks me because this is just like one of those guaranteed. Oh yeah. This is kind of take on me where it's like, oh yeah, this is, I don't really need to listen to this song that often because I know what it is. You've already listened to it. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Here's the next one. That is Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. I did not realize who the Goo Goo Dolls were until I listened to this song for this playlist. Really? They had, yeah, they had just come to Salt Lake and like I saw people post about it and I was picturing a bunch of women. Like, um, <laughs> I can see that. Like a country, country girls. No, I knew that they weren't country. I knew that they were like 90s rock group, but I thought they were women because of the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm hmm. And so, this was educational for me. <laughs> um, of course, I've heard this song before. It's always on the radio, or at least it was. I feel like in junior high, I feel like it was always on the radio, which mm-hmm. is weird because I was like 10 years after it came out, but I never knew what it was called. And I never really like went out of my way to listen to it, but it's a really good one. I really like it. Very classic 90s rock. Yes. I feel like my earliest memory of the Goo Goo Dolls was... I was must have been in like fourth grade or something because all the sixth graders had to do something with their favorite band and the like artwork was posted in the halls and I was like yeah Dave Matthews band yeah and I was like goo goo dolls like (laughs) oh okay I think I know who that is like (laughs) but I had such a standout memory in my head (laughs) this is like such a Catherine song I can't hear it and not think of her she like went through this phase where she would always play it and we rewrote some of the lyrics to be Harry Potter like Oh my gosh. Yes, so this one's a classic. I really only know one other Goo Goo Doll song. It's like a New Year's song-ish, so I don't really listen to it throughout the whole year, but would recommend. I think it's The World Begins Again. It's a great song, but this one is very classic. It's such a moody song. I love it. Like, just Mm -hmm. to shout, like, I don't want the world to see me. So good. My favorite part is... Yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive. Yes, anytime. I mostly listen to this song on my commute. And like, I wouldn't really sing along to it that often. You know, I'd be like paying attention in traffic or thinking about other things. But every time that lyric came on, I would just like belt it out. It's so good. (laughs) Required to scream. (laughs) Okay, here is lesser known song from a favorite (laughs) artist. Are you going to go to the exciting part? Okay. Tell me what your thoughts are. Oh my gosh. I I was blown away from moment number one. It is <laughs> nothing you could expect, but so epic. <laughs> I'm trying to remember Caleb's story of how he even found this, because he doesn't listen to metal. <laughs> but I think there was a song that they would listen to, like his the teammates going across country. There was a Dragon Force song that they would listen to. Oh yeah, yeah I, I didn't never. even... 
I've never heard of Dragon Force. The the song is Highway to Oblivion by Dragon Force. And so I think he was reminiscing with one of his friends about, oh, remember when we would listen to that weird metal song or something? And then they were like, are they still making music? And this was like a recent song. I think it came out in the last couple of years. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And it is a jam. <laughs> it really is. I had the exact same reaction. I wish someone could have filmed the first time I listened to this because I was like unexpected from Caleb okay this is interesting and then I was like trans-siberian orchestra vibes at the very beginning <laughs> and then it just started going crazy like this and I really was like oh, oh I have to headbang like I can't not just immediately dance to this song oh it's so good it feels very much in the same vein as like um some sort of anime theme song mm-hmm. Like, it really reminded me of the Take a Look at That Snout <laughs> song, and it just, or like a Digimon kind of song. Like, er, I was listening to it on my way home tonight when it was like literally the craziest lightning I've seen since I moved to Florida. And whoa, it just made like there was a moment where I, I, I don't get very scared by lightning, even, like, especially when I'm out in it. But there was a moment tonight where I was like, well, this is a little bit scary because it was like, <laughs> bolt 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 like all surrounding me like really intense bolts that were really nearby and I was like am I in danger <laughs> but then this music was going so I was like yeah metal, yeah, metal. <laughs> so metal I freaking loved this song from the very beginning I was like okay okay I think I'm in love I think I love this song so much and it's been the same way ever since I just get the biggest stupidest grin when it comes on so big fan count me in as a dragon force fan from now on i know you gotta look up all the rest of their songs i guess i think the first couple times i listened to it i was like i will never know how to sing this because it's like so all over the place it feels like yeah like it almost seems like five different songs in one (laughs) truly but then i found myself like singing it um in my head like Wait, I know it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that was the other story I wanted to tell. I hate the condiments position at Flame Tree, but you can play music back there while you're just like pumping barbecue sauce. I hate it so much. But so I rarely get put on condiments because everyone knows I hate it. And so they all take pity on me. And but one time I got placed there and I was like, well, I actually have music I will listen to this time. And I would walked away. And I was coming back and this song was just playing and I was so embarrassed because I was like, anybody coming over here is just listening to me listen to heavy metal music <laughs> while I'm bumping barbecue sauce. <laughs> no Best one really, way to get you through it. Nobody really made any comments, but I just was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I would, I would listen to these while I was running sometimes and I this song would come on and I'd be like I wish these bikers could hear this song that I was listening (laughs) to they would be so amazed so inspired all right what's your favorite from Caleb's I'll say Highway to Oblivion Highway to Oblivion what else could I pick oh it's so good all right next are Elizabeth's submissions so here is her current obsession This is Jangling by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. I really like this one. I love the throaty, angry voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I can't really pin down like what genre it reminds me of. Except there's one part that it makes me think of Halloween because they start going like, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, which is, I don't know which Halloween song it is of yours, but there's ding, one there. They... Ah, yeah. <laughs> it's the time of that the season. <laughs> which is another one that people get mad at me when I say, that's a Halloween song. They're like, no, it's not a normal song. Okay, <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because this whole time I've been like, this might have to be added to my Halloween playlist because it gives me <laughs> such Halloween vibes. I'm so happy. My favorite part is when it sings about the man from Galilee. <laughs> it's so good. It's kind of like feels like a nonsensical song. I looked up the lyrics today because I could never understand them, but I really, really like it. Again, it gives me Halloween vibes. So how am I not going to like it? Solid pick. <laughs> Blame It on the Rain by Millie Vanilli. <laughs> um, I'd never heard the song before. I don't know who Millie Vanilli is. <laughs> um, this is a fun one. Uh, it would come into my head for no reason all the time. <laughs> and then when I went to visit Rachel in Florida, I was like, wow, this is really always in my head because it's always raining. <laughs> it had not rained in Utah in August, so <laughs> did not come into my head. Well, it came into my head for no reason. Or also, like, blame it on the stars. or Yeah. Whenever I'd say something about, whenever someone would say something about blaming, I'd be like, blame Don't put the blame the on you. <laughs> so, I liked it. It's good enough to get stuck in my head. I had also never heard it, or if I had, it was just in passing. I've heard of Millie Vanilli, and so I was excited when Biz picked one from them. So I was like, okay, I can finally get behind them. It is not, like that great of a song but somehow it has entered my heart i love this song like when i first listened to it i was like interesting and now i'm like yes i'm always gonna use it if something goes wrong don't put the blame on you blame it on the rain like (laughs) i'm not sure about the messaging of this song but i am a fan so good all right here's the next one This is The Green and the Town by AJR. Um, This is another one that I really liked. I don't know a lot of AJR songs, but I like this one. This is one of our repeat artists from last year, too. AJR showed up from a Caleb With song. Weezer. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've listened to an extensive amount of their songs, but I feel like I like probably maybe five or six. It's a very classic AJR song. Sorry, I feel like I'm cutting you off from your review mm, no i don't have any more review. <laughs> okay it is like very much their vibe like very musical but also his like random shouting in the middle i was telling biz i was like it's a classic ajr song in that it's like kind of nonsensical and then it like gets very deep very quickly it makes me feel feelings <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, I really like this one. I don't know if that it's my favorite AJR song, but I was always happy when it came on. And I feel like it's one I'll continue to listen to a lot and will still try to understand the depths of the lyrics. Basically, whenever it went to the 
the long chorus of I will search the green, I will search the town, but I'll never find someone like you. The very first time I listened to it, I just started crying. I was like, oh, I, no. just, I miss everybody from home. It was like <laughs> just a poignant part. So I liked um, it. This was another one that would, like, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, oh, that's in my head. <laughs> Which usually means I have to buy it. That's my. Uh, whoa, <laughs> that's the. Myself. Guess I'm going to buy it. Okay. All right. What was your favorite from the three? I think I want to say Jangling. Oh my gosh. I really, I really did like the green and the town then. I'm the same. I Jangling, it was a real close between Jangling and the green and the town, but Jangling won by just a few points. We are holding steady <laughs> minus Annie's submissions. Wow. Uh, this is surprising. Like Maybe it shouldn't be that surprising because we have similar music tastes, but I didn't think we'd be. It'll be interesting to see where, where we go. Next are Catherine's submissions. Here is current obsession. Well, I think it's fine building jumbo planes. This is Where Do the Children Play by Cat Stevens. It's hard for me to imagine that this could be anyone's favorite obsession. <laughs> <gasps> I knew you wouldn't like this one. <laughs> it's so weird to me. I don't know. I don't know this band person. It's, it's just Cat Stevens. I don't know him. And he's got an interesting style. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is when he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got such a beautiful voice. It's very different. It's like very much his voice. But I grew up listening to Peace Train. I'm a big Cat Stevens fan. He's now Yusuf because he converted to Islam. But his songs are just always kind of deep or about finding peace or I don't know. Like they're, they're always on such a more meditative and meditative and thought-provoking level. They're very grounding for me. So I'm a big fan. I hadn't heard this one before. I really liked it. I will definitely be adding it to my relaxing playlist. Um, It did often come to mind. I just find myself quoting like, where do the children play? Like something... <laughs> When I'd see something about children, I'd be like, nobody else will understand that quote. <laughs> Here is her birth year song. Oh my, yes. I have stories. Heal the World by Michael Jackson. Um, I've never heard the song before. It's very different than the typical Michael Jackson songs I do know. And I liked it. I really liked the harmonies. Rachel and I were singing it together all the time when I came to visit. (laughs) And it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's easy to learn and the lyrics are pretty easy. So it's fun. It's not my favorite Michael Jackson song. Um, I like his more grungier songs, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) Ones that are less about peace (laughs) (laughs) there's a theme here i just yeah it's a little bit repetitive and it's a long one it is very long six minutes um and i don't love the children talking every time at the beginning but yes i feel like that's really good for like a music video but it's not something i want to listen to every time i listen to a song yes this is a, a felt classic for sure one i listened to a lot growing up so much so that I have this core memory from first grade 
where we were out on the playground and some girl fell and hurt her knee or something and was like crying on the playset. And I just went up to her and I was like, I'm going to make it better. And I just started singing this song to her. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, and I remember walking away from that being like, yeah, I did the right thing. <laughs> like I made such a difference. <laughs> Did she stop crying? I uh, know. I think she thought I was the weirdest kid. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson to me. But yeah, so this is a very important song to me just from that fact. But <laughs> um, it's a classic. It is very repetitive, but like such a classic Michael Jackson song. And um, there's a great Michael Jackson the experience. We dance to it and um yeah heal the world make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race wow um all right next is lesser known song from a favorite artist there are ghosts in here they are stuck in the middle with is Rise and Shine by Guster. Are you going to add this one to your Halloween playlist? Yes! <laughs> it's about ghosts. I've never heard of Guster before. I've never heard any of their music. But I like this song a lot. It's a very, very good vibe. Would recommend. <laughs> yeah, I really like the harmonies in it. Like, I don't feel like I ever actually sing the melody in the chorus. Like, the harmonies are just too fun to sing. I am not familiar with Guster's work either. And Catherine wanted to clarify, and this is like one of her favorite artists. It's not necessarily her favorite artist, period. I was listening to it and I was like, okay, this like is a very Catherine song. Like I get why she likes it. And then at one point I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, this is a spooky song. It's like about <laughs> people being in a graveyard and all the ghosts Bones. are coming to life and everything's coming to life but they're all happy and it's peaceful and it's this acceptance of death and it's like so tranquil but it's also spooky i was like i love it i texted her i was like catherine your song i love it so much because it's just so <laughs> spooky and it's it feels like it's not quite the the right vibe for the graveyard book but it's got the same sort of messaging so i just absolutely loved it spoke to my soul so, of course, no surprise that this was my favorite out of the three. Also my favorite. Okay, so far so good. Well, we interrupt this programming to bring you the sponsor story. <laughs> this is going to be kind of a, <laughs> a roundabout, like many sponsor stories into one. But this episode is sponsored by Ukrainian Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um we went and painted these eggs through this like art history club at college with Maddie um and Spencer and after had Lauren and I had them in the back of the car we wanted to go get some food so I think we were just trying to go get ice cream somewhere and we drove one place and it was either like too long of a drive through or they were closed or something. So we had been driving around for quite a while and we'd had these eggs in the back. And 
we finally made it to in and out and we just decided to go in there. And I think we like, at that point, we were like, oh, we're actually hungry. We want more than just ice cream. So we got burgers and ate at in and out And then when we came back into the car, it like just smelled so much of these eggs. And they were like, we had, it was a process that, in, that involved blowing out like the yolk and stuff. So it was just the like fragile shell of an shell. egg. But like the paints that we had used or the chemicals that we had used to like, I don't know, make these designs on the eggs were just really pungent. And so the whole time when we were driving back, we were just like in the most slap happy moods. And so we were just blaming these egg chemicals that had gotten us high. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, like it was just, you know, that time when you say anything and it just like sends you where you're just laughing so hard at the stupidest little things. And at some point, Lauren just screams, stop making us high, babies. <laughs> and it was so funny. Um, it was just this moment in time, but it makes me think of, I think you had read this study where red meat makes you hallucinate or makes you <laughs> feel high. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't remember the exact study. But but it like had some sort of similar chemical properties to a drug or something like that. Anyway, at one point, because I feel like it was the same night. Anytime we went ate it in and out, something loopy <laughs> happened to us. And so this one night we were driving back and Lauren was driving. And I saw this, the lamp, like the street lamp was down on the ground and it I had never realized how huge those things are like when they're just up and where they're supposed to be they just look like normal lights but when it's on the ground I was like that light is huge and so I made a comment about it I was like I've never seen one of those so close up and I just was like so shocked about it and Lauren was like you are high like <laughs> apparently the way that I talked about this amazing revelation that I had discovered <laughs> made it sound like I was a crazy person but <laughs> moments of being fake high in Provo <laughs> from red meat yes <laughs> red meat and egg chemicals I got a shout out from the art history teacher for my ache. that's true and so did Spencer and Maddie and I were irritated because ours were equally good but Lauren's like, everybody else was doing a design, and Lauren specifically drew E.T., so... Of course. He was he... very excited about it. He was like, wow, everyone, look! Look at yeah. her E.T. egg! And I was like, eek! <laughs> 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 favorite. So, bitter about it still. Alright, back into our playlist. Next ones are from Megan, um, Caleb's wife. And this is her current obsession. This is Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. Fratellis? Not sure how to pronounce that. Fratellis. I think it's Fratellis. <laughs> this song was rocking. <laughs> and I was kind of shocked. I feel like last year I was also kind of shocked at Megan's songs. It's probably because I just don't know um what megan listens to but i was like whoa i was not expecting megan to submit something like this but her story behind this was 
one time she and Caleb were driving and then one of them was like, do you know that song that just goes and then they were like, oh yeah, let's find it. And so then they they both knew it somehow and then they all were still listening to it. So That's amazing. I don't think I've ever heard it before. I haven't either, but it is quite unforgettable. It is. Um, This is kind of similar to The Archer, except for I liked The Archer more. But it was like one day I'd be like, oh, I really don't like this song at all. I don't know how I'm going to listen to it for the next three minutes. And then the next time I'd be like, yeah, this song I can vibe with. So I still haven't made up my mind how I feel about it. Depends on the day. Um, I feel like I didn't listen to this one as much as some of the other ones. But yeah, I liked it. It's a good one. All right. Here is Birth Your Song. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. This is Never There by Cake. Again, I do not know Cake. Never heard of them before. Me neither. (laughs) I guess there's a song that apparently everyone in my family knows (laughs) called, Oh, it's about a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. And I don't. I guess when it came out, there was a really funny music video that was just them getting people's responses to it from off the street. And it's just really funny because some people are like, yeah, this song's the worst. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are some people like, yeah, I like this. This is a really fun music video. So that's how they know this artist. Okay. they know that song. So then I think Megan chose it because she knows the artist and it came out her birth year. It's, yeah, it's it takes some getting used to it's very nice shiny yeah <laughs> i feel like at work someone pressed like the speakerphone and so there was a dial tone and i was like i need your arms around me <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say it but that went right through my head i wish you had <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a little bit scary <laughs> this is one like what you were saying before about just waking up i this would always be in my head and it's definitely not my favorite song. I kind of feel like sometimes I could get into the spirit of it, but most of the time I was just like, stop shouting. It's so annoying to me. This is constantly oh, in my I head. Love, I love the part that goes, a golden bird that flies away, a candle's fickle flame. <laughs> I held you yesterday. Da, 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 da. <laughs> nope, it still doesn't do anything for me. I like it. It tickles some itch in my brain. <laughs> you're never there all right here is the lesser known song from a favorite artist i can't look at the rocket launch the trophy wives of the astronauts and i won't listen to their words because i like birds (laughs) this is i like birds by the eels and the song behind this one megan loves shrek that's one of her favorite movies. Oh, yeah. And they sing they My were. Beloved Monster, which plays when they're like kind of falling in love. Yeah. And they get their balloons. So I think they they looked up eels and then they found this song. And it's just really cute. Like he likes birds. <laughs> he doesn't like humans because they're turds. <laughs> Actual quotes. It's, it's just a cute song. It's funny. Kind of whimsical. I didn't remember that they were in Shrek. The only song I could associate with the eels is from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. They sing Christmas is Going to the Dogs. 
so yeah that always stuck out in my mind um just from the Grinch soundtrack but I at first was like I feel like I'm gonna hate all of Megan's songs and while (laughs) Chelsea Dagger grew on me and I couldn't really ever get behind Never There this one definitely I'm a big fan of whether it be the hard and fast and rock and roll version or this kind of slowed down one it's good vibes so this was my favorite of the three what about you I think I want to say never there. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> wow. That is a shocker. But I do. I was listening to I Like Birds today and I was just like, I want a bit of work It's just so good. Yeah. Next are Deb's submissions. This is Stay, Princey's Wasting Time. By Dave Matthews Band. Um, this one's also it seems very long to me. It's a good one. I feel like I'm just not a huge Dave Matthews Band person. I've just not been exposed to them very much. I think you've played some songs from, or I've heard them while you're listening to them. But <laughs> the one thing I had listened to it a couple times, and then I was listening to it again, and I caught the lyric of "the sweat was dripping down," and I caught it and liked it, and I was like, like yeah. I knew. I, I knew you would hate that lyric. I think I was running down the street and I audibly went, "Ew!" <laughs> <laughs> but I did think about maybe Deb was currently obsessed with it because it was hot when she mm. submitted it. Very hot outside. Yes, I am a big Dave Matthews Band fan. Definitely grew up on it. I wouldn't say like every single song by them is my favorite, but there are some solid, solid choices. And I actually do really like "Stay." Um. yeah it has like all the classic Dave Matthews band parts to it like the big brass section and the backup singers the parts that are really loud and then the parts that are like more quiet and like subdued and oh excellent all right here's the next one Last by Etta James. This one's very classic. Definitely grew up on this song from like as young as I could remember. Because I think it's in the Father of the Bride, mm. the newer Father of the Bride movie, newer, the 90s version, which my parents loved. I don't know if they loved it, but I feel like they have a lot of music from the soundtrack. Um, and so this was on the soundtrack. So you would listen to it all the time. I can just remember myself belting it out at like every stage of my life. So I love that. This is one that I definitely knew growing up, but didn't listen to a ton. I feel like the most I would hear it was on like commercials. So I feel like it's kind of been overused in that way. But Etta James just has like the most incredible, smooth voice, like the runs she goes on and the different things she adds, the inflections in her voice, like just incredible. 10 out of 10. It's a classic. All right. Here's the next one. This is Baby It's You by the Beatles. I'd never heard this song before. And I love that because I feel like the Beatles, you hear them everywhere all the time, all their favorite songs. Um, They're very well loved. Yeah, I didn't know this one and I loved it. I think since they are kind of overplayed and I don't know, sometimes I'm just a little bit turned off by the Beatles. Sorry, to, but... <gasps> 
<laughs> Probably because I didn't listen to them ever really growing up at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just super like this one. This, yeah, I did a Beatles discography deep dive maybe like three years ago. I definitely grew up on the Beatles just by default growing up with Deb. But yeah, this one is definitely a very early Beatles song. It's not one of my favorites, but it's still it's still good. It really reminds me of Deb. She loves this one. So mm-hmm. it's good for that reason, I think. But I don't know that I would like elect to listen to it often just on my own. But my, my favorite part is when he goes... Oh. <laughs> All right, your favorite of those three. The Beatles song. Wow. Okay. Mine is Stay, of course. Of course. I love that last, but I had already loved that one, so I didn't want to choose it. All right. Next is Georgia's submissions. This is Piano Sonata number seven by Prokofiev. There's this little part of my brain where classical music is associated with feeling carsick. <laughs> because when we would drive to church when I was little, we'd have to drive through the Berkeley Hills to get to the building. And it was early Sunday mornings and I would always get a little woozy. And so now when I hear classical music in the car, I still just have a little bit of woozy in my tummy. Um. But this one's very impressive, very impressive piano talent in this song. Very intense for a classical song, especially. Um, there were some times that I'd be like trying to turn into traffic and like all the cars are coming and I was like, I need to change the song. Like, this is stressing <laughs> me out. Um, but yeah, very, very exciting classical song. Um. I don't listen to a lot of Prokofiev. He's definitely a composer that I am not as familiar with beyond the reference in We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> um, I've been listening to, uh, George has gotten me hooked on Piano Puzzler. Shout out to another podcast. They There's this incredible pianist who takes a song and rewrites it in the style of a composer. And Prokofiev comes up sometimes. So I'm like, I need to listen to more. So I'm glad he submitted this. I loved this song. Like, it is incredible to listen to. It is such skill. I think it would be so fun to play. It just sounds like the pianist is having the time of their life. Like, such strong chords and just, oh, so much fun to play this. Um, But I'm also very impressed with the dynamics. Like, it is such a busy, fast, loud, powerful song. But there is really nice piano moments to it that are very soft and quiet and gentle. Um, There's a lot of skill in not only the execution of like the fingering but also the dynamics that are going in on it i definitely listened to this song when i was like in a a real low place in my life here in florida and just felt like things were kind of spiraling out of control on a lot of levels and normally i think this song would have like been a bad mix for that but for some reason it was like really relaxing and peaceful to like hear how i felt inside and was just like (laughs) yeah this is a really good summation of my internal struggles right now, and I love it. So I'm a big fan of this piece and need to listen to more Prokofiev. That's all I've learned. All right. The next one is, I do have to hedge a little bit here. What was submitted was an Elvis cover of this, but technically the prompt was from the birth year. So I had to go with the original. This is Unchained Melody by Al Hibbler. (laughs) 
I love this song, but I listened to the Righteous Brothers version, which is what is featured in Ghost in the... Well, I don't know if it's the... It might be a later scene that's also very tender and touching. So I really liked hearing the original version. It was a little bit... The Righteous Brothers version is slower and like a little bit more emotional, I would say. But I liked this kind of, uh, I don't know, pure raw version of it. Mm-hmm. so it was fun to listen to I liked it yeah I think I've heard the Righteous Brothers version I'm definitely familiar with Elvis's version but I feel like I was a big fan of this one like I kind of liked how he would end the phrases with like a hard like so much <laughs> like he wouldn't hold it out whereas I feel like normally you hold out that musical vowel but Thought it was a very impressive rendition and kind of sad that it's been for- largely forgotten. So, mm. all right. And then this was favorite song by a lesser known artist, which is very George, but it is <laughs> Beethoven. So this is violin sonata number five i believe it was oh it's an f major those who are keeping score um i think it was the third movement no the prokofiev one was the third movement i don't remember which movement it was it's also nicknamed spring again (laughs) this is making me a little bit car sick (laughs) even just listening to it when i'm not in the car this one's more of what would be on the radio on a sunday or just on the classical station Mm-hmm. that piano one less less likely to be on the classical station i think but i do love stringed instruments and i loved how it like works with the piano very bright and happy song um, yeah this is a fun beethoven i don't listen to a ton of his violin sonatas and it is like still very very classically beethoven like very much in his style which is fun it's like got that really light phrasing I also like how the violin echoes the piano's um, melody, lighthearted. Didn't have quite the same emotional reaction to it that I did for the Prokofiev, but. (laughs) All right, what was your favorite of those three? I'm going to say Unchained Melody. Okay, I'm going with Prokofiev. Our streak is ending. All right, next is Sean's submissions. He submitted two. I think he also... He didn't put his, nope, he didn't put his birth year either, I believe. So this is current obsession. This is Fight the Power by Public Enemy. This is from Do the Right Thing, right? It is. I'm very glad that you remembered that. Yeah, I was trying to remember that. Or at least they, it is featured in. It's featured in, yeah. Because I could picture that girl doing her dances. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta in fight the power with that beat. sweatsuit. So good. Yeah, this one's the good pump-up song. And yeah, it was fun to remember. Oh yeah, I feel like this isn't... And I kept forgetting to look that up and confirm it. But yeah, yes. just now when I, when I looked it up, I can see it right there. Yeah. And this is one that I like... I was like, oh, I need to go read the lyrics because I feel like there's some really important things in it and Mm -hmm. I enjoyed listening to it. 
That was very powerful. Definitely very much a, a part of its time, but I think still is very relevant today. And I think is an excellent example of rap that is very incendiary, but also productive and thought-provoking and is like a, a big part of how music can be used to further revolution and further social change. And honestly, a, a historical script to look at and understand. So it was a fun one to listen to and an important one as well. And then here is the lesser known song from a favorite artist. So this is Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Um, this is a, another good one that I liked. Just very classy. I feel like the only Marvin Gaye song I know is mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's fun to hear more songs from him. I really like the harmonies too. But yeah, this one's really fun. All right, between these two, did you have a favorite? I'll say Fight the Power. Same. It's just too classic not to pick it. It was I I felt like it was more I would be less likely to skip that one than mm. the, the Marvin Gaye song. Uh-huh. I blame Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike. Um, all right. Next our Jill submission, current obsession. This is Sunset by Davici. So this one's from the K-drama Crash Landing on You, which is on Netflix. I think it's one of the more popular K-dramas that most people have seen. I didn't watch it with them. I like this song. It's very relaxing, very beautiful. Sometimes I like not even like having a chance at knowing what the lyrics are, so I don't even have to worry about that. Right. Just plays in the background and just enjoy their voice and um and the music. It's very pretty. I like it. Yeah. Um it yeah, I like having a world music submission on our playlist. So I was grateful that she submitted this one. Yeah, it's really pretty and I actually had honestly forgot how, like, if you just asked me what the tune was, I was like, I don't really know. But as soon as it started, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a great song. I can see why Jill got into it. So it's pretty classic. Um, I don't know that I would, like, listen to it super often, but it's pretty. She has quite the list of K-drama songs. Oh, my gosh. To. I love that. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. This is Aubrey by Bread. Oh my gosh. I this is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Really? This is the first bread song that I really was familiar with because my my mom plays it all the time. She Mm -hmm. loves it too. It's always on like a CD that she's been playing or oh my gosh, those strings. Oh, they just go straight into my heart. <laughs> and his voice, I love Bread. But yeah, I decided that I was going to like Bread because this song. And then actually, I don't really know what triggered it, but 
I've always loved this song. And I've always been like, I'm going to name my daughter Aubrey. Oh. <laughs> but my mom actually was going to name me Aubrey. I think that was one of the one of the candidates. This one's very, and just like, I can't listen to it too many times. And I have listened to it many times and it's still just like hits my soul yeah it's just like the perfect amount of sad and oh my gosh the strings <laughs> i love how you keep getting back to the strings oh my gosh, it so is good. such a classic bread song like it has all of his signature moves in it like kind of like the normal singing and then like the the wistful like and then like his very high notes that he hits at the very end like i feel like they'll show up in every bread song and i love it it's classic so this one is really fun to listen to obviously it has it was particularly meaningful for me this year because of aubrey yeah i really enjoyed it it was fun to listen to okay here is the next one what makes the sun what makes the moon rise? What makes the tide remember to hide? And why does it soon rise? This is What Makes the Sunset by Frank Sinatra. The version that we put on here is kind of low quality. Oh dear. There's there's a version that we have that's mm-hmm. on my phone that's been restored, I think. Mm. It's the proper way to see it. And so it's and it's also a little bit longer and of like a calypso vibe. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of that in there at the end, but it lasts a lot longer in the version that we listen to. But this is from Anchors Away, I think my mom told me, which has Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one I didn't really listen to a lot. Yeah, it's it felt pretty classic Frank. That's all I really have to say. All right, what was your favorite? Well, I kind of already knew all three of them because my mom had been playing the Sunset song mm-hmm. um, around the house. So I'm going to say Aubrey because it is it is my song. <laughs> I also said Aubrey, so we're on the same page. All right, here are Becky's submissions. But if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? You'd come over and you'd stay the night. This is If the World Was Ending by J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels. I had never heard this song before. Me neither. And I really liked it. It's very beautiful when it just goes, you'd come over right, you'd come over right. And it's like a whole bunch of different harmonies coming together. Mm. It's so pretty. Yeah, I'm surprised I hadn't heard it because I feel like it's one that would be more popular. But mm-hmm. I guess I don't listen to modern music anyways. I feel like when I initially heard it, I was like, oh, this feels like a very Becky song. And it's also one that I'm not, like, sure I'm going to like. But I really, really like it, especially after having listened to it for a month. It's really beautiful. And I also feel like I can imagine these two characters. And, like, I was listening to it. We were, it was this crazy thunderstorm coming home today. And so traffic was, like, very, very, very slow. And so I was, like, almost crying at this song. Like, uh, it is just really tenderhearted and vulnerable and wanting to cling to people that are important to you during hard times so i don't know i just really like this song okay here is the next one this is sunday bloody sunday by u2 i think i 
of course I've heard this song before, but not really a lot. At one point, I really wanted to be a U2 fan, like, so much. My dad really likes U2. Um, on my mission, there was, like, someone selling a U2, this huge U2 t-shirt, and I bought it, and I would sleep in it sometimes, even though oh. I didn't. I knew, like, a few of their songs, but so I, I've tried to be a U2 fan, but I don't know. I didn't always, haven't always loved their music, but I loved this song. I was a huge fan, so I'm very thankful that... And Becky has re-brought it to me and helped me connect. I think, I can't remember, as freshmen, Maddie and I were obsessed with Bono. I can't remember. Yeah, that like, really rings true to me that you guys had that obsession going. I'll be adding that one back to my phone. Similarly, I've definitely, if I haven't heard it, I've heard of it. Like, it feels like a very famous U2 song. I love this song. It's been stuck in my head and I'm not at all upset about it. Um, Just like a really good, it's such a classic YouTube blend as well, where it's like has some ragey moments and some like kind of sad moments and yeah, classic Bono shouting moments. So, and historical too. I always (laughs) love that. And it also makes me think of zombie. It makes me want to listen to that since it's about the same um historical Ireland but here is lesser known song from a favorite artist maybe you thought I hung the moon maybe you thought we were Charlie and June this is Hearts Content by Brandy Carlisle I feel like I've heard Brandy Carlisle before but I don't know her name like I have never connected her name to any songs that she sings do you know the end credit scene to Onward? The one that's like, you carried me with you? Oh, I've heard you play it. Yeah, because I love it. That's the <laughs> the main song from her that I listen to. She kind of has the same vibes as like Regina Spector. Mm. This one got added kind of after the playlist had been. I had listened to the playlist at least a couple times and then we added this song. So I was like, okay, I'll listen to this. And I just ended up listening to it like five times in a row. Oh, wow. (laughs) Not even realizing it. It's just like such a chill song. Just like really easy to listen to and really fun and cute. And I mean, also, it's got a sad theme to it, I think. Mm -hmm. But but I also, I love the cello in it. And when she's singing with the cello and the cello like answers back to her. I love Mm -hmm. that part. Mm -hmm. Like her vibes and her um style of singing it does feel very like lighthearted, but also singing about like heavy stuff and this blend between these two contrasting ideas and I think this was probably the hardest combination of songs for me to pick a favorite from because they were all really different from each other but they also I really liked them all pretty equally so (laughs) The, this um Brandy Carlisle one would get stuck in my head a lot. Oh, yeah. Do you have a favorite from these three? Yeah, I'm going to say Sunday, Bloody Sunday. <gasps> me too. Actually, yeah, I did say that eventually. I kept going back and forth. Yesterday, I had something else picked. So tomorrow, if we recorded on a different day, <laughs> like I say, this is probably the, the one that I didn't feel like had quite as much of a standout. All right, we're down to our last submission. This is from Emma. This is her current obsession. Uh, 
This is Magenta Mountain by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, when Emma texted me, she was like, I'm so sorry, it's six minutes. And I was like, don't worry, you're not the first one to submit a six-minute song. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't have any ten-minute songs this year. That's true. This one was really nice as, like, a background song. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I'd be driving in the car and be like, oh, music is playing. Like, I would just... You'd just tune out and so tune perfectly. back in. Yeah. Yeah. It fits so perfectly into just your life. And the fact that it's so long, too, it's, like, really easy to just kind of ease into it and just be vibing with it and not even realize. And so, yeah, I really like this one. It was a great shower song for me, I feel like. <laughs> that's when I would notice it the most it's kind of a different song like I like the opening musicality of it but the singer like really mumbles the lyrics and so I didn't love that as much I kind of wish it was a little clearer to understand because now I'm reading the lyrics and I'm like oh they're cool they're deep I like them they're artsy but I would say like the singing style was not my favorite but I liked the music I really want to like this especially because I love the band name <laughs> But I don't know. Jury's still out on this one. All right. Next. My life in this sweet surrender. I could stay lost in this moment This is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. This is a good one. I'm glad to now know an Aerosmith song that's not just straight rock. <laughs> Did you not know uh, this song before? Not really. Oh, wow. We're not big Aerosmith people over here. I know, but it's kind of hard to miss some of these cultural touchstones. Well, guess I lived under a rock. <laughs> I will say um, I have a very different musical growing up, having five older sisters listening to music from various decades, so... I yeah, I did advantage. not listen to music in the 90s. <laughs> I was listening to Disney songs. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and it's fun at the end. You can hear the crazy characteristic Steven Tyler screaming. Steven! Yeah, this one is a classic. Definitely feel like it's a big elementary school song for me. It's kind of a little bit overplayed, I think, for me. I've heard it so much, but now that... I uh, was Steven Tyler for the Halloween party, of course. I'm a big fan of Aerosmith. But yeah, this one's a classic. This is Carolina by Harry Styles. Not a surprise. I will tell you, I think Gemma agonized over which lesser known Harry Styles song to play. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, we are not allowed to blaspheme. Blaspheme his name. I was put under no such requirement, so we'll see what happens. She says she she appreciates the line that says she's got a book for every situation. Harry loves nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like this one. The only thing I couldn't get past was the people saying, oh yeah, in the background, because it reminded me too much of in Mario Golf, Luigi, when you're trying to choose him to do... Everybody does, like, a little dance when you're, like, choosing them as your character. Yeah. Luigi goes, Luigi, Luigi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, like, the exact same way that they were saying that. So I could just only picture Luigi in the background <laughs> going, 
oh yeah <laughs> every time which is like throughout the entire song they're right. saying that so i i could see that luigi being the backup singer for harry styles that would be really cute <laughs> so confession i almost put in a harry styles song for a current submission current obsession but i was like if emma or megan freeze submit to this playlist there will be more harry styles and we just can't have <laughs> harry styles dominating the playlist i don't think we had any repeat artists this year i don't think is, so which is different than last year we had some repeats last year like rod um rod stewart he didn't make any sort of appearance this year but no rod but also no taylor swift so i guess <laughs> it all evens out did we have two taylor no we did becky and annie submitted taylor swift songs last year i forgot about becky's taylor swift song mm-hmm. I liked that one. This just is not one of my favorite songs. I don't really vibe with it. It also was at the very end of the playlist, and so I could find excuses to not really listen to it. So it's kind of <laughs> on my bad. But um, I do like Harry Styles' music. There's a lot of songs from him that I can get behind. This is just not one of them. Please still be my friend, Emma. Okay, your favorite of those three. I'm gonna say Magenta Mountain. Mm, okay, you know I I I still just can't decide where I fall on that one, but so I'm gonna go with I don't want to miss a thing. We matched up a lot. One, we only were different on five. We matched on ten. All right, so now we'll just give our top three favorite songs that were new to us, and then we'll do the five, top five overall. So these are don't have to be in any specific order. At least mine aren't, because I can't do that. But your top three new favorite new songs. All on me, of course. Rise and shine. Okay. Wow. That surprises me because I feel like from your uh descriptions, I don't know that I would have picked those out for you. So you said Fall on Me, Aquaman, and Rise and Shine. Okay. I also had Rise and Shine. But then I did World If the World Was Ending and Highway to Oblivion. Oh, I freaking love that song. Top three. Easy. All right. Top five overall. Fine. I'll just say, look at me like that. The Archer, Aubrey. Fall on me. Well, now why don't you sleep with the television on in my top five? Okay. I accept. My top five, sleeping with the television on. Take on me. Rise and Shine, Highway to Oblivion, and Sunday Bloody Sunday. So a huge, huge thank you to everyone who submitted. It was really fun to listen to these songs all month long. I hope if we said positive things for your song that you take it to heart. And if we said anything remotely negative, don't take it personally. Um, Sharing music is like sharing a bit of your soul, a horcrux, if you will. (laughs) but I am so I thank you all for sharing and truly it was a delight to listen to all of them and to think of you individually so again these are just our opinions it's not the actual merits of the songs so thank you and hopefully we'll see you again next year and (laughs) other than that make sure you won't cut us out of your life (laughs) (laughs) um also we'll include the playlist in the notes of the podcast and i think it's been dropped on the instagram before but 
If you'd like yeah, to listen I've to Yeah, I've got it on a it's on a highlight. Okay, perfect. If you want to listen to any of these songs, we highly recommend it. And make sure you go watch Strictly Strictly Ballroom. Ballroom. I was really trying. I couldn't quite get there. Strictly Ballroom. Submit your reviews as appropriate. And we will see you on our next guest episode. You took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. Makes you wanna, makes you wanna stay. Jasper is obviously not a fan. <laughs> Such a scream. Now the time has come. Like a flash of blue steel. I feel like you and I have switched listening patterns because. Last year, I knew, like, every single word to the songs and knew them so well. And now that is you this year. I'm so impressed. I think I just listened to them more than last year. I'll just sit in my car and just go like this. (laughs) As it's playing. Just my head exploding from how beautiful it is. Like, I am not interested in medieval torture at all. Ooh, that was spooky. Did someone come into your room? Andrew's heavy. ruining the take. I could see them in the reflection of your microphone. You can? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>